glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM. And I am your co-host Robbie. Uh, hi JM. Hey Robbie. Hi, we're back. Um, <laughs> we took a sort of accidental hiatus for a couple of weeks there. Yeah, yeah. It was the longest. It's it's it was the first time we've uh, missed an episode, so we missed two in a row to make it make it special. Just to make sure that people realized it was a big deal for us to miss one yeah. episode, we decided to miss <laughs> two. Uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really a decision. So much no, as, uh, it yeah. was just happenstance. Um, yeah. I had taken some time off, and obviously we had you guys had Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, holiday sort of season over there um and then we just sort of have been busy as well which i'm sure we'll come on to talk a little bit about um you've been very busy yeah um so apologies to everyone who uh was waiting (laughs) yeah because uh yeah we didn't really communicate that very well but we're, we're here now yeah which is very good um but this is probably going to well this is going to be the last episode for this year yeah um for similar reasons really we've got the holidays coming up and uh yeah we kind of wanted to take stock uh of the year and last year as well um and kind of have a look at some of the things that we've been really proud of with forecast so that we can look to the future and make even better episodes next year. Yeah. Or at least the same low quality that you've grown accustomed to. Yeah, but just really but really dial in on the on that <laughs> low bar setting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, with that out of the way, uh what are we gonna talk about for our last episode of the year, JM? Well, uh, thanks for asking me, Robbie, because it was your idea. So uh, <laughs> we're just going to talk about 2021, you know, yeah. what's happened this year, what, uh, you know, what's been going on with Devolver. Um, and uh, yeah, to just kind of talk about, you know, what, what we've, what we've, I don't know. A lot's happened. It's been, it's been, it's been a long year. It's probably, it's probably been, I, well, not probably, it has definitely been the most eventful year for the company, I think. Yeah? You'd right? say more than, than 2020 was? Yeah, I mean, 20, well, this is the thing, right? The last two years have been very eventful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because last year uh, was the uh, the whole Fall Guys thing. Yeah. That was, that was a game changer. Yeah. Uh, and then this year, well, I guess we'll talk about it now. We, uh, the company went public, so that's obviously yeah. very big as well. Um, but we've had a lot of other successes in different ways this year, I think. Yeah, I'd say you're right. Yeah, there's been a lot of, a lot of really great things that happened this year. I guess, I guess last year, I mean, aside from, you know, the pandemic beginning and that being mm. a shock to everyone, um... You know, last year we had the big thing, which was Fall Guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that was kind of the one huge thing. Uh, and it was really unexpected. Of... It was. It was pretty unexpected. Yeah, <laughs> the magnitude of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it was such a cool thing to happen. Mm. Uh, 
And, you know, I, I, I think we're probably, it's okay to say this, but I think we were all also very um, excited, happy, uh, you know, you know, for uh, for Mediatonic, but also kind of relieved when, when uh, Epic bought Fall Guys. Oh, um, definitely. Because... There's so much more... I mean, they're so better equipped <laughs> to handle a game of that kind of scale. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a kind of a shock because you know normally our games come out and we, you know, we work with you know we, we work with all of our games, but like you know there's we we put the game out there and we we support it, and, you know, and there's updates and stuff like that. But when Fall Guys came out, it was so big, and it was it just sort of dominated everything mm. at the company. Yeah, um, and in a way that other games haven't done in the past. Yeah, it was impossible uh, be- to think about anything else. Yeah, and, really. and and that, you know, may have, you know, done a disservice to, to other games that we've, you know, had coming up at that time, you know, because we just were suddenly blindsided by this <laughs> massive, uh, you know, thing. That wonderful was thing, yeah. <laughs> it was wonderful. I mean, and I have so many wonderful, like, memories. I was going through, like, old files and stuff like that and uh, cleaning out, and I was, I was you know, finding, like, all of these, you know, captures and streams and things that we did for fall guys and there was just such a wonderful energy about all of it and i have like such wonderful feelings about it um but uh but yeah i mean it was it was kind of a it was it was great but it was also really nice when it went to someone else and we were able to kind of get back to our usual pattern of you know being able to do multiple you know focus on more than just one game yeah um and kind of get back to where we're where we feel more at home i suppose yeah more comfortable smaller smaller teams smaller games yeah um at least in terms of yeah like scope yeah um yeah so well with that in mind the first game that we released this year was olia Yeah, remember so Aaliyah? Beautiful, I do. It's a, I do. Great game. Aaliyah. I'm hoping yeah. that it pops up a little bit more. You know, in kind of people's end of the year lists and things like that. I'm yeah. hoping that people haven't forgotten about it. Um, that would be nice. Yeah, because it's really good, and it's just like it's a. It's kind of. It's kind of. I don't want to. I don't want this to sound disparaging because it's not meant to be at all. But like, it's kind of simple. Like mm-hmm. in terms of like you know it's it's a straightforward kind of two D adventure um, yeah. narrative driven adventure, but the the real kind of fun and joy comes in the traversal and the combat. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, really intuitive really... and really reactive. And if I mean I think it got a lot of comparisons to the messenger. Oh yeah, when nice. it first came out, I think yeah, which I think is positive because it's got that similar kind of vibe to it. If you like that kind of um, that style of game, then uh, yeah, yeah, I think Aaliyah was great. It had that O L I J A, by the way. That's right, yeah. Made by a lovely Frenchman called Thomas, who lives in Japan, <laughs> and uh, it was inspired by. Uh, it was inspired by him feeling like a French man in Japan. <laughs> he felt, oh, really? yeah, he was telling me he, it was kind of all inspired by being this fish out of water, like 
not you know being a stranger in a strange land you know yeah not really understanding people um yeah feeling quite sort of isolated and things like that huh. and just and, and figuring it all out uh one day at a time and yeah. uh yeah it's a great game i hope more i hope lots of people check have have checked it out already but i hope that uh this reminds people maybe as well that yeah. um that it's out what's there, it on it's, it's on game. pc switch anything else uh i believe it's on playstation and xbox as well nice so it's on okay it's on all the consoles I'm pretty as well sure as it's on everything yeah god nice. we should really know that but anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah well worth uh a few hours it's yeah. a great game um thomas did everything as well he did the music as well oh, and really? the sound and everything yeah I love um, the sound on that game. It was a real kind of uh, one-man band. I think he he had help because he he worked at or well, he works at a studio, and he or he worked at a studio, and I think he got some help from some people to like help out on bits and pieces. But yeah, yeah, he basically did, did the whole thing himself. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it was great, and I think that was a great way to kick off the year. Yeah, it was a really good game. Um. It is I'll, a really good game, I should It say. is a really good game. Yeah, you can still <laughs> it play it. It's still out there. It exists. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we released uh, Minute Fun Racer. Oh, Minute Fun Racer. Which was a little game by the team behind Minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a little racing game. But it was, was kind of... a fundraiser. It was a fundraiser. It still is a fundraiser yeah uh, so if you buy that game if you buy that game all of the uh profit goes to charity so yeah. yeah once i say profit because i think we have to still pay like the steam fee or whatever yeah the store just, yeah. fee <clears throat> and then yeah. whatever yeah and then whatever else uh goes to charity so that's good and it's given to a bunch of charities over the year um doctors without borders was the primary uh, recipient recipient of the donations yet but we also did a promotion with war child as well okay where they uh they did a special kind of uh bundle they had a bunch of games uh with all the proceeds going to uh war child charity so it was part of that for a while as well nice yeah so that's worth picking up i think it's quite cheap as well but you know every little helps every little helps but that was a fun game and it was weird because i can remember when we were first talking about it to people saying like oh we're doing this little like minute fundraiser game and uh everyone loved minute so much that they they were kind of like hoping that this was some sort of sequel or something (laughs) you know it was like a bigger thing than it was and we really had to downplay it and be like oh it's really fun but it's like it's like (laughs) takes like 20 minutes (laughs) it's like it's not a a full-fledged game yeah Yeah. but there's a lot of fun things in it a lot of easter eggs and it has that same kind of it has the same mechanic as minute where you have to the clock is always counting down yeah and you can keep extending the clock um but when it hits zero then you start again but you you can get uh power-ups and items that carry over between runs and things like that 
So it's and it's kind of got its own little kind of story to it as well, which is really sure. fun. Yeah, those those folks, they're so good. Yeah, JW Kitty is it is Yukio still doing the music? I believe so. Nice, he's yep. so good. Um, speaking of those guys and of racing games, uh, I got my copy of Dirt Biters. Dust, Dust Biters. biters. Yeah, <laughs> Dust biters. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dear, it helped if I got the name right. Oh yeah, yeah. I got my copy. I don't have anybody to play with, but no, I, have I haven't my played copy. it. I haven't played it yet either. But it was cool looking through the cards. There were yeah. there's some really cool cards in there that I didn't expect, and it's available now. Like you, I think what is it? I am eight bit. You can buy yeah. it. Oh, you, you can, can just buy, buy it now. That's what I mean. You can buy it on I am eight bit. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think they announced that it's like just for sale. You can just buy it. Oh wow, that's cool. Because there was some concern, or there was some thought that they might not be able to do that. Right. Uh but uh I think I remember seeing them post that you can you could do that. Oh nice. Oh yeah. well definitely go and grab that. Or it would make a good Christmas present as well. Yeah. It's a good stocking stuffer. It's a cute yeah, I think two so. player game. Yeah. It's really fun. It comes in a cute little box. Yeah. It's great. I didn't realise so. as well, I whichever tier I had backed it on, I got all these extras with it. So I got a oh, little nice. I got a little art book with terry's designs um and a sticker and uh an air freshener (laughs) which is the ice cream truck it smells like ice cream yeah so that's cool (laughs) yeah dust biters and minute fundraiser yeah so that was where we were at uh february i guess that was i can't remember can't recall exactly when it came out next up uh was our first kind of this was a big one this was our first real kind of hit of the year ah loop hero it was loop hero yeah loop hero loop hero so good big hit of the year um wow that was like not on the full guys level obviously but I mean, I think still huge. It was it was a huge hit, and it's so good. It's so good, and it was it felt really validating for a game for that game to be so well well received and do so well because we knew it was a bit odd. uh, Yeah, and not yeah, not really the easiest game to explain let alone sell to people (laughs) yeah um but i think a combination of just the game itself just being great getting it into people's hands and them kind of being hooked it got it it it, what was really great about it is that it it kind of gets you hooked in really quickly so yeah you almost you know kind of you're curious you might be curious because it looks really strange uh i love the art so much yeah and it's really and it's odd the way it kind of onboards you, but it kind of it kind of hooks you in really quick. Um, interesting awesome. plot, like really cool plot. plot, yeah. Unique, just uh, really interesting, mechanics. yeah, really fun. And when and, talking to the guys, uh, which you can listen to on one of our podcasts, um, realizing that they just kind of they kind of built it all kind of back to front and just ha- had a, like a random idea for like the mechanic and then we're like well how how would we how would this 
what would a story what kind of yeah. story would we need to have in order for this to make sense um yeah. and then they just made a story around that which i think is really cool yeah and it really and it really really works and it's 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 interesting and the art and audio and music are so like they give me a genuine sense of nostalgia yeah like, i think we talked about this before yeah, yeah where it's not they're trying it's not it's not a thing where it's like trying to like you know like the the fucking corporate thing like oh it's like the 80s oh, it <laughs> feel like but like it's gen like like the the earnestness like it's earnest and like yeah. the art style and the sound and the design all just feel like they just they just genuinely reminded me of being a kid and playing like old games like yeah. uh so many of the sounds like the harpy her attack noise like is mm. very like just they're very simple sounds and some of them don't even really make it a lot of sense but <laughs> it, it it works like yeah. again in the way that old games would just kind of have a sound it's like all right we need a sound here there you go there's that um yeah it's so good and uh when's it coming out on the switch is it it's uh if you're listening to this episode it's out now nice yeah it's uh and i have enjoyed it on switch i've actually been using it as my uh as my replacement for ring fit lately i uh i jog i do my like jog in place like i would on the ring fit while i'm doing my loop wow and then when i reach the fireplace or like the fireplace the the campfire i i like stop take a breath sort my inventory play my cards uh and then do another loop jogging in place wow and you know the way that game works like it just eats up time so yeah yeah so, I mean, you do one run and you've just done a half an hour, you know, run, quote unquote. Wow. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Loop fitness. Loop fitness, baby. Loop fitness uh, coming in 2029. Yeah. But it's good. It's good on the controller. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Does it include touchscreen? No. Uh, it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. You could touchscreen. I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily like it on touchscreen just because my fingers get in the way so mm. if you had some kind of stylus it might be good um oh man imagine if we could put loop hero on a ds oh <laughs> how good would that be i'd have no <laughs> idea how it would fucking work but no man, but that would be great it would be cool in my brain you just, just have just all the inventory at the bottom and then you just have the loop up at the top like, mm. doing like all the action so all of your your stats and stuff are on the lower screen yeah, and your tiles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Be a bit of a squeeze, but I'd love to see it happen. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Loop Hero has been a huge success oh. this year. Oh, yeah, well, I was going to say also, you know, you talked about, you know, how relieved we were about the success of it. And again, this kind of, it goes back to, to Fall Guys as well. You know, Fall Guys happened and it was this huge thing. And suddenly, like, there was there was kind of a sense, like it's it, like i don't know how to necessarily describe it but there was this kind of like almost foreboding like if like are we never going to have another successful game that's not fall huge. guys that's not yeah, the yeah. same thing that's not a game as a service it's not like a huge multiplayer experience like is this just like what everything has to be now and yeah. so when loop hero blew up that was a real that really felt nice. It was it was really good that this game that is a single player experience that is very indie, four guys on the team that is like I mean legit like classic like indie game. Yeah. Um 
that that it could that it could still succeed and it could still do really really well and um you know i i that was i think a relief to all of us as well like okay cool we can still have successful games and it's not like it's not like there was any reason we wouldn't have been able to but like i just think following the that the the unprecedented success of fall guys there was just kind of an apprehension well yeah totally you you worry if you wonder if the yeah as you were saying the industry has changed yeah you know and suddenly those things that we used to do uh don't cut it anymore you know they're not they're not successful they're not interesting to people people don't care people don't want to spend money you know whatever it may be but um well, I mean, happily, I think we will come on to touch on a few more games that came out this year that um, put paid to the idea that, um, yeah, smaller games from smaller, well, not necessarily even smaller games. I mean, I suppose they are smaller games, but certainly from smaller teams yeah, um, can be very successful and even beloved. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good news all around. Yeah, yeah, I it's think. really nice. It's it's really good to to see those kinds of games still doing yeah. well. And speaking of the kind of us still having a passion for working with people who we really love working with and you know supporting really interesting and uh kind of non-traditional forms uh, in video games, uh, Sludge Life came out on Switch finally this year. So Sludge, <laughs> Life, Sludge Life came out on PC last year. Uh, it was free on Epic Game Store for a whole year. Yeah. Um, and it did very well. I think it was downloaded like millions of times. Yeah. Um, and then it came to Switch this year uh, after a, a whole year. And um, yeah, that's a fun one to check out if you're a fan of... Uh, terry's other games terry who we mm-hmm. mentioned earlier worked on dust biters but he yeah. also worked with uh, jw and kitty on disc room mm-hmm. uh, and then he and dose one made high hell and mm-hmm. slug uh heavy bullets heavy bullets yeah long yeah, bef- yeah, yeah a long, long time, time ago. ago um but sludge life is slightly different it's another first person game but it's kind of like a wacky I don't know what would you call it. It's not really a puzzle game. It's just a. It's just an exploration. Yeah. It's an environmental storytelling exploration game. You just kind yeah, of yeah. You just around. kind of wander around, bump Graffiti into people, tagging things. Yeah. Discover people, little stories. Yeah, have funny things to say, and there's cute stories that you find around the place. Yeah, and you can just kind of do bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. It's more about the vibe, isn't it, and the style yeah. and the atmosphere of the game which is really cool it's like being yeah. in terry's head that's pretty fucking trippy yeah <laughs> um so that's great i'm glad that we still can yeah we still get to work on stuff like that yeah 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 for sure it's fun and if you haven't checked it out on switch yet then you should it's mm-hmm. great and you can also listen to terry and dose on the forecast uh, one of the episodes that we recorded last year when it that came was one of our on first ones wasn't it yeah it was an early one yeah yeah really early one yeah they like might have been our first guests fifth. actually i think they were no wait yeah i think they were yeah 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 Yeah. uh so you can go back and listen to that it's probably awful quality but um not much aren't we all aren't yeah. all of our episodes there yet. we go <laughs> 
Um, well, we're on a bit of a roll here with the with the idea of work still working with people that we love working with on small experimental games because Essays on Empathy was our next ah. release, which was the lovely collection of games by Deconstruct Team, mm-hmm. who made the Red Strings Club and mm-hmm. Gods Will Be Watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Gods Will Be Watching update. Yep. Mercy. Which I to mention, but it was so good. Update, yeah. Um, so Essays on Empathy was a collection of 10 games. Uh, all Well, experiences. Narrative experiences. Um, all revolving around different characters, yeah. different little stories. Um, I think the lion's share of them had uh, been previously available on itch.io yeah. as like free little games, but they'd kind of been expanded and... Um, and kind of improved for this collection and they all yeah. came together in like a nice uh, package. Um, there's a few extra features in there too, right? There was, yeah. So yeah. Um, there's a whole new uh, soundtrack. I think there's three hours of new music. Oh um, and then there's a new game that was made just for the collection. And, oh, okay. then, nice. and then uh, there's a documentary as well. Documentary oh, yeah. about Deconstructing, which is really cool. Um, so, yeah, a great collection, all told, really, especially if you like their other games. But even if you, I, I guess, like, even if you're just a fan of indie games, but maybe not familiar with Deconstructing, I think it's like a nice jumping off point to see kind of what their point of view is. Hmm. Mm. on games yeah. and narrative experiences and stuff really interesting i'm in one of them you are yeah uh, which one are you substance in? of kin ah yeah i have a i have a voice spot on that there you go well there's yeah. even more reason to play it <laughs> be ready though because they are um <clears throat> they're really good like they're really good at writing and and the art and the music yeah I mean, but like it's I, I honestly, I, I have to admit, I, I haven't played essays on empathy yet because I, I'm just not emotionally ready for it. <laughs> I don't think because I mean, Red Strings Club was so good, but I finished that game and it, I was bawling, like it just, it just wrecked me. It's so good, like they're so good. Yeah, it's worth noting to people that uh, when you play a deconstructing game, you kind of have to. <laughs> There's be gonna prepared. be feelings. Yeah, just be prepared to experience <clears throat> some feelings. Yeah. 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 Um, um, very good. They're so. I mean, they're so brilliant, though. So smart. It's yeah. So worth it. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, just kind of a. It's like, just want you to know, it's not fluff. No. <laughs> it's, no. It's substantial writing. Some of the best science fiction I've I've ever. Well, I think I think that's the what I find most cool about what they do is that uh, they they merge these very very human uh experiences with uh these really fantastical sci-fi settings and um it's really cool it's it's kind of it goes back to that sort of tradition of you know what certain certain sections of people may believe like that's what sci-fi is for you know like it is it's, it's it's it, that's the genre where you kind of explore these <clears throat> themes different themes of humanity 
Um, yeah. And they do it very, very well. Yeah. I mean, and they're not all sci-fi. Some of the stories are actually, no, like, no. very mundane settings, but, like, then, like, kind of the circumstances are a little more... Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some, What's there's the some one about that. the skeleton in uh, Essays on Empathy? I can't remember. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, anyway. Good shit. I need to... Yeah, yeah, I need to, I need to play it. Yeah, and you should too, listener. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, and, and I, I want to say it's not just, de- it's not depressing. Like, I, I just want to be clear. Like, I say that it, it hits really hard, and it's they're very strong emotional responses in a lot of their work. Um, but I don't mean that it's like just like like depressing or maudlin or uh, like there's like there's a lot of love and hope mm. and um, passion and human beauty uh so when i say it like has it like elicits a strong emotional response it's not like oh like like it's like it's because it's it's hard to do what they do and to 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 kind of pull out the emotions that they pull out because it's it's like sometimes it's super fucking sad but it's not it's not sad in a depressing way it's sad in a loving hopeful way Hmm. and sometimes sometimes it's horny too and sometimes it's it's hot as fuck there you go Follow us on Twitter at Devolver Digital. Follow us on Instagram at Devolver Digital. Come and join our Discord at Devolver Digital. Come on to our website at DevolverDigital.com. Speaking of hot as fuck, the next game that came out this year. Uh, it was Boomerang X. <laughs> now, if you want to listen to a really good episode of the forecast, <laughs> you can go back and listen to the episode with Dang, the developers behind Boomerang X, where mm-hmm. uh, I thought it would be a great idea to have uh, five, <laughs> five <clears throat> developers on the show. Um, and they are very, very fun people. They who are. A great value and have lots to say and are charming and uh we did all learn a lot about them and it's, on that a, good, it's a good episode it wasn't it's a great it wasn't, episode. it wasn't so chaotic it wasn't as chaotic no. as i was afraid it was gonna it was be i remember chaotic. when robbie invited the whole team on and i was like <laughs> the fuck robbie <laughs> i did i walked straight into that without <laughs> thinking anything was gonna go wrong and then but it was good. five minutes it was like oh no but um <laughs> no yeah it was good uh but boomerang x um available on pc and switch and the recent endless mode update up oh, endless mode update which is free you can play yeah, yeah, the yeah. endless mode for free um for and free. then you can buy the game as well and play the campaign mode and access the leaderboards for the endless mode but um boomerang x really cool uh it's a first person shooter but it's kind of a man how do you explain it? It's a first-person shooter, like arena well, you, shooter, but you f- with with a lot of verticality. <laughs> yeah, a lot of verticality and cool like you know, movement mechanics. You throw your boomerang and then you zip to your boomerang, so you can kind of zip around. Yeah, uh, the environment and in a very cool way. Loads of different enemies, loads of different environments, and you pick up various power-ups as well. Um, yeah. 
and you kind of string together combos which give you power-ups and the idea in the hands of like a pro boomerang x is like one of the most thrilling things you'll ever witness it's super cool it's fucking crazy um and it's yeah and more people should play it um i think is the uh the big takeaway the, the from thrust that one. of that argument i think it probably was one of the one of the games that maybe got a little bit lost in the shuffle for us this year um <clears throat> but i mean takes nothing away from the game itself the game itself is brilliant yeah it's so um, good and more people should play it yeah so if you've yeah. got a pc or a switch and you haven't checked it out yet um give it a go you can and get it's a lovely end. team like i really want to see them succeed so yeah those guys more. are just great people um you should follow them on social media they're very funny um yeah. and yeah and listen to the old episode of the forecast as well because yeah those guys are great they're called dang by the way with an exclamation with an mark. exclamation point all caps yeah. dang dang um or uh what was it ben said uh the 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 actual pronunciation is dang <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> that is the correct pronunciation. <clears throat> yeah. Um but yeah, Boomerang X, great game. Oh, amazing visual style as well. Holy shit. I so think pretty. That's one of the most interesting looking games that we've put out. Yeah. So vibrant yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. different looking and strange and almost comic book but also kind of low poly and mm-hmm. yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Uh super fun and amazing mm-hmm. trailers mm-hmm. Kurt great and soundtrack josh, yep great soundtrack kurt and josh uh worked with dang to make just the coolest trailers man i loved all of the trailers that we did for that the way that the music and the action kind of builds and just really cool yeah great times uh do you want to know what came out after that what came out after that, Robbie? Well, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, we worked with a couple of guys from Manchester a few years ago on a game jam game uh, called Titan Souls. <laughs> and they went away for a long time because Titan Souls was bad and they're bad people. Um, <laughs> and they needed... <laughs> Everything you're saying is wrong. It wasn't a couple years ago. It was many years ago. And Titan (laughs) Souls is fucking great. Yeah. Well, it turns out all that time away uh, was worth it because they came back swinging with the incredible Death's Door. Yeah. Which launched in the summer. And fuck me, that was (laughs) another fantastic success. Um, Another game that I think we were all really excited about and excited for people to play because we thought man people are going to really like this um and not only did they really like it but they loved it (laughs) yeah like people were saying some things about it that i you know could have only dreamt of like comparing it to zelda and all this kind of stuff like the best adventure game of the year and things like this and it's like holy shit of our three like super huge successes this year mm. i think death store was the biggest surprise to me oh personally. yeah yeah not because there was anything like wrong with it at all 
Like it's it's good. It's wonderful. It's 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 gorgeous. It's great. I guess I just I don't know. I I uh I mean I I I I expect it to do well. I guess I just um maybe maybe I just have lost faith in people. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I didn't expect, I didn't expect like the the wider public to love it as much as they did. I and think it, I it actually. Hmm? I think I know what you mean. I think, yeah, it because because it is it's a it's an isometric action adventure in the vein of Zelda. Um, yeah. you know that has a very polished and cute and incredible art style. Really nice music. It kind of ticks all yeah. these boxes. But at the same time, you, I think you'd be forgiven for thinking like, I feel like there's a few games like this. And maybe, you know, uh, in in the minds of, you know, the general public. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you, yeah, if you see a I, few I of these games, because there's like Tunic, which kind of like has that sort of yeah. style and maybe a few yeah. others. And, and, and on the surface, perhaps it doesn't seem like it might be as ambitious and as exciting and as enjoyable as it actually is to play yeah i guess i guess i expected it to almost like have kind of a, an alia you know reception where it's really wonderful and it's really <laughs> good and beautiful but like it just you know like people just you know don't notice it or it doesn't connect right um you know, it get it gets missed in the shuffle, or you know, I don't know. So it was it was it was a really wonderful. Like it, it actually made me feel better about, like again, like just the, everything that it that it that something so wholesome in its own way, uh, yeah. you know, got so much love and attention, and continues to get so much love and attention. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, uh, yeah. It is as of this recording. Uh, so, oh yeah, well, Loop Hero too. Uh, Loop Hero and Death Door. Nominated. I was going to wait till we got to the third one. Oh yeah, we'll it. wait for the third one. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Death Door, amazing. Uh, just came out on PlayStation and Switch. Yeah. Um, so it's available on all platforms now, uh, yeah. and worth every penny. Um, so good. And every minute um, that you spend with that game is a joy, an absolute yeah. joy. Um, and just can't wait to see what those guys do next, you know? Yeah, just it's got really so nice. much faith in those guys, like so good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really nice to see. And it's it's I mean they went off and they did um what was the the iOS game that they released? Telepaint. Um, telepaint. They did Telepaint and then there was like Fruit Wolf, which was an experimental one they did mm-hmm. that I don't know if it ever actually came to fruition. Yeah. Um, I but I remember so. them working on it. Um but like it's it's really interesting to see them go back to that that isometric action because Titan Souls uh, is is so fucking good. You yeah. know what? It makes me mad that Titan Souls isn't on Switch. I'm still mad that Titan Souls isn't <laughs> on Switch because Titan Souls would be perfect for Switch. So maybe maybe with all the Death's Door money, we can get Titan Souls ported to Switch because I think Titan Souls would absolutely crush on the Switch. Um, like it's it's so perfect for Switch. Sorry. Um, but like to, to see it kind of go with like from Titan Souls, which is all boss battles. Um, and then the, from that and to see that evolve into Death's Door is just really nice. Cause it really is a, you can see all the lessons they learned from Titan Souls 
yeah get put into death's door and it's just it's it's so good it's so cool it's so great um yeah and then the boss fights in in death's door are also like like the boss fights in titan souls are so amazingly good yeah um and so to see them again like they're just good at boss fights they're just good at interesting bosses yeah creative um yeah really cool and 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 making real characters out of them as well yeah yeah which is really great yeah and that you know they the the bosses in titan souls had you know, you know some personality they did yeah. they had a lot of personality but that yes. was mostly conveyed through how they looked how yep. they moved yep. and the music mm-hmm. oh david fenn is still like one of my favorite video game composers um and fingerspit you know we were talking about deconstructing fingerspit oh, yeah, yeah, also yeah. just so good she's so amazing um so both of them just really gorgeous music um that really just m- brings so much to the game uh and yeah, you can yeah. pre-order the death's door soundtrack on vinyl right now Ooh, yeah on laced nice. laced audio nice um you can pre-order yeah anyway great game <laughs> uh yeah fantastic response all around mm-hmm. pats on the back to mm-hmm. everyone involved um mm-hmm. next up we had a couple of kind of uh smaller releases i guess you'd call them smaller releases um sort of in q3 one was uh because we had a oh actually i've forgotten one game but we will come on to it um actually no let's talk about it now phantom abyss oh yeah yeah so where uh, where did that go in the lineup where was that phantom abyss was after it was before death's door after hearing x came out in early access yeah which is why i had forgotten about it which is very bad of me um but yes, Phantom Abyss came out in early access this year. It's still in early mm-hmm. access. Mm-hmm. Um, and as of this recording, there will be a fancy update coming out yeah. today, I think. Thursday, um, yeah. Yep. Uh, which I can't remember exactly what that includes. Do you remember? It is the Phantom Essence update. And um, there is, uh, well, uh, I will say that if you're listening to this forecast right like as it's coming out, if you tune in Friday, twitch.tv slash twitchgaming at 4.20 p.m. Pacific, uh, we will have the Devolver Public Access Holiday Special. And um, there will be a segment on the new Phantom Abyss update. Um but yeah. uh yeah so the phantom essence update basically introduces a, a new currency into the game uh where players can gather essence from so in phantom abyss uh it is a it's a 3d platformer temple runner you uh you journey you your objective as a player is to get to the bottom of this temple and get a relic um every relic only one person ever gets it Mm-hmm. And if the person gets the relic at the very like bottom layer of the temple, it seals that temple forever. Nobody else gets to do it. Uh, if you die, however, because you only get one chance per temple. And if you die, you die and you never get to try that temple again. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they're introducing kind of a new currency that will uh, that you can gather the essence from the fallen phantoms, the people mm-hmm. that have tried the level before you. 
and um, you can spend that on cosmetic upgrades. And I, I don't think they've got a huge amount out yet, but there's a, it's the beginning, right? So it's the first yes. of the cosmetic upgrades, and then there's going to be more as time goes on. Yeah, this is kind of the first the first major update in a series of major updates. So this kind of, as you say, it kind of kicks things off. Yeah, um, it's 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 and, the first update to introduce a new mechanic. Yeah, and then uh, more and more bigger stuff is going to start happening through next year. Yeah, which is yeah, very exciting. They've, yeah, they've got their roadmap and they've got a lot of updates planned. And actually, the update after this is also going to be a really exciting one. Uh, yeah, features one of Robbie's ideas. Ho ho! <laughs> um, <laughs> they tried to give me credit, and I was like, "No, actually, it's Robbie's idea. That's I when, simply improved the, upon it." That's when the game inevitably fails. <laughs> um, um, yeah, Phantom Abyss, and which Phantom also, Abyss. it's technically not a, a game, uh, you know, release, but it was a thing that happened this year. Was Legends of the Phantom Abyss? Yes. <laughs> which I should really put on YouTube. Uh. <laughs> Legends so of the Phantom Abyss. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it was just such a catastrophic failure. Well, it was ambitious. <laughs> it was so um... ambitious. <laughs> and so many things went wrong. <laughs> and now you've been you've been doing the the weekly show though, right? With the yes. Team. So we do. Yeah, we do a weekly update on Phantom Abyss with the team. We have a Q and A. So if you go to Discord.gg/PhantomAbyss uh, and join their Discord. Um, and then if you follow Devolver at twitch.tv slash Devolver Digital, every other Tuesday, uh, we have a Q&A with the devs. They come on, I play the game, they answer questions from chat, um, and it's really cool. And I've actually started getting better at the game, uh, which has been a relief to me. <laughs> it's been a <laughs> relief to everyone, Jam. <sighs> brutal. <laughs> um yeah, so that's been that's been that's been a lot of fun. So if you are if you do check out Phantom Abyss, if you are interested, if you are curious about it, you know, check those out. Uh, but it is a really fun game. It's really nice, and you like you have a whip in the game for anyone who hasn't played it yet. You've got a whip, and you like you know whip around like Indiana Jones style. And, yep. Uh, I mean, cooler than Indiana Jones because he doesn't actually like whip off of walls and stuff. Um. So uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah. Legends of the Phantom Abyss. It was a ripoff of Legends of the Hidden Temple, and hopefully we'll do it again. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be. It'll end. We've... Maybe for launch for the full yeah. launch. Yeah, but we've worked but... out a lot of the kinks. Yeah, so. uh, much like the game itself. Yeah, which is why yeah, it's in early is... access. It's getting better all the time. Uh, yeah. So uh, do be and sure to jump into that when you get. I gotta to... say, if you are interested in being part of a community in, in, in an early access title. Um, that gets listened to by the developer. Obviously it doesn't mean like everything the community says, the developers are like, Oh yeah, we ought to put this in the game. Cause that's not <laughs> realistic. Unless you're um, me, they put my ideas in the game. Sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, they, they do listen, they are interested. So, I mean, you know, again, these, you know, ask the abyss fortnightly streams that we have, like the community is involved and they are shaping uh, the way that the game develops. Not only that, the game has like a, a language that was written into it, like a unique language that their that their uh, narrative designer created. And um, it's like the, the the when the community decides, like when the community translates it, that becomes the meaning of the words. Like the, that becomes canon. 
Um, wow. So yeah, yeah. So it's 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 if you want to get involved in kind of the being a part of the creation of a game uh, in this sort of way, uh, it's it's really cool. And they they again they really do listen, and they just brought on a new community manager who's going to facilitate that even more on a larger scale. So um, yeah, yeah. If if that's the kind of stuff you're into, I'd say join the the fandom of this Discord. Well, there you go. Um, big things happening in the world of Phantom Abyss. Mm-hmm. Another game that came out this year. Um, mm. So we, yeah, moving on, we had a couple more. So speaking of early access games, Blightbound came out of early access this year. Wee. Uh, so for anybody that had been uh, following its progress over the last 10 months, I think it was in early access. Something um, like that, yeah. Something like that. I think it had seven updates altogether, added a bunch of new characters, um, Mm -hmm. and now uh, was recently updated where you can play offline. You can play offline with uh, AI partners um, or with friends. So that's really cool. cool. Um, Still being updated all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. so that was kind of like that was already out but it just kind of came out of early access and came to yeah, consoles yeah. this year came to consoles this year as well nice um, so good to see those guys doing well and then uh, friend of the show who came on the day this game came out uh, Victor oh, made, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dead Toast uh, made yeah. my friend Pedro ripe for revenge which was our big mobile release this year. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, that was great. That's done really well. It has done really well, and it's now entirely free. Um, so you can play the whole game uh, start to finish for free, uh, and I think you can uh, you can earn save points through watching ads, or yeah. you can pay $3 and remove the ads but keep yep. the save points. Um yep. But either way, uh, you can play it right now for free on your phones. Um, and for all intents and purposes, it's great if you're a fan of the original My Friend Pedro. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot to love about Right for Revenge. Victor mm. just made it. It was stuck in lockdown. Um, didn't want to kind of get started on a bigger project uh, while he was sat at home on his own. So mm-hmm. he kind of just started working on a mobile pedro game and here we are yeah yeah pretty amazing really yeah yeah but i'm happy for him he's a good guy he is a good guy and he does really cool work yeah seriously cool work um and you can listen to the episode from this year that has him on where he talks a little bit more about what he does and uh and what ripe for revenge is and uh how he sort of came up with it and how he ended up how he ended up make, bringing it all together it's really cool um, yeah. and it was an experiment for us as well sort of making more forays into the whole free-to-play world of mobile games mm-hmm. as opposed to the apple arcade model which is mm-hmm. where most of our games have launched on mobile over the last mm-hmm. few years mm-hmm. so yeah interesting mm-hmm. um now we've reached the big finale the last uh, original game that we released this year. Really? Already? Yeah. Uh, we released a lot of... A lot of games came out on additional platforms and things this year. Um, but, yeah, 
this is uh this is the last game that came out brand new uh for mm-hmm. the very first time this year and it was a little game uh from a little man called <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if he's little <laughs> i think he's normal size i think he's normal sized uh you know what any size the human is is normal sized fine by me uh that game is called inscription Inscription is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking good. If you're a long-time listener of the forecast, you will either remember or can go back now and uh, finally understand what we were talking about when we were being very cryptic about <laughs> playing a game that we weren't allowed to talk about um, <laughs> months and months ago. Because I think we were talking about it before we'd even signed it. Yeah. We'd played it, and uh, yeah, we kind of alluded to it a few times on the forecast, but we were never, um, we never let slip what it was. Yeah. Until we announced the game. Yeah. Uh, But wow. I just replayed it, actually. I replayed it on my time off. Yeah, I need to. I replayed it the first weekend of my time off. um, I decided to, I think because. Like, people were just still going so crazy about it. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it had been out for so long and people were still, like, just talking about it and it got nominated for... Mm-hmm. Well, we can talk about it now. Um, so the Game Awards, which yep. happened on Thursday night. So if you're listening to this on Thursday tonight, um, Inscription, Death Store, and Loop Hero all nominated for Best Indie Game. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, it is. That's never happened before. I don't even know if a publisher has ever had three Th- titles nominated. Three nominations in Best Indie? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I I, uh, I don't understand why the qualifier Indie needs to be on there for those games. They should I, be I'm in, the same. They should be in Best Game. I think I, um, I agree, yeah. Um, I think we all hoped inscription would be up for best game just because of its proximity to launching so close to the game awards you know it was just kind of we thought the amount of attention it was receiving at the time um i am concerned that inscription and loop hero are gonna split their audience uh, i feel like there's a lot of overlap in people that like inscription and people that like loop hero just because they're card games yeah um and they're yeah. you know they're both kind of spooky and they you know mm-hmm. they've both got like a very similar not 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 really similar vibe but reasonably similar demographic vibe or whatever i think they they may they have the same appeal yeah to, um, to people cuz uh, i'm i'm worried that they'll that they'll split the the spooky vote mm. um so what you're saying but, is you don't want Death Door to win the uh, <laughs> to win the award? Oh no, I think I think Death Door. I think Death. I think I think Death Door is is. I mean, if, if any one of those three wins, it's 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 really I terrific. I think I think we're re- really happy for all of those guys that they all got nominated. I'm just yeah. sad that only yeah. one of them will get to win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because um, uh, they all deserve to win. They're all great. Yeah, and. The your episode of the forecast with Daniel is also great 
Daniel Mullins. Yeah, he's yeah. That was such a lovely episode, and he's such a lovely dude. Really um, good episode. Um, uh, I really, you know, him and and all the the people that we didn't get to because normally, you know, we get to do shows and we get mm-hmm. to meet the people that make these games. We get to hang out with the people. And I don't know, like it, it just makes such a huge difference getting to play the game with the person who made the game nearby and getting to talk to them about it and what motivates them and what's it, what excites them about it and, and what's interesting to them about the game. I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful that we've been able to do the forecast and been able to do the interviews. Like getting to interview Daniel was so cool because he's just so unbelievably chill for that goddamn genius. Um. So I, I really do look forward, though, to us getting to hang out with people again and, and hopefully finding a way to bring all the people that we didn't get to do shows with these past couple of years um, together, you know, yeah. drag them out to a show, even if maybe their game isn't showing or something like that, just to yeah. just to hang out and get Definitely. to say hi. Definitely. Um, yeah, man, what a year. Yeah, Crazy. what a that's year. Just, that's just the games that we launched this year. Yeah. That's without talking yeah. about uh, the E3 Devolver Max Pass Plus craziness, uh, <laughs> taking yeah. the company public craziness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So much craziness. So much craziness. Yeah. The madness. But uh, I'm excited for next year. I think we've got a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah. Weird West. Mm-hmm. Uh, Check to Yomi. Mm-hmm uh shadow warrior 3 mm-hmm. uh cult of the lamb yeah baby wizard with a gun oh yeah uh holy shit and that's just all the games we've announced i'm excited about holy shit yeah holy shit's gonna be a good one <laughs> <laughs> man yeah good times yeah You got what were you gonna say? Oh, was I gonna say something? Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> it has been a good year. Um, we're gonna have a little break from the forecast over the Christmas holidays, but we're gonna come back bigger and brighter and stronger than ever. In yeah, the year. super um, grateful for everyone who's been listening to the forecast. Anybody? Yeah, oh, man. let's go. Let's go ahead and Robbie, you want to check see if anybody's hashtag asked forecast oh. on Twitter just in case anybody's Hell done it. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Um, uh, Twitter. I'm trying not to go on Twitter for a couple of bit. Okay. What am I looking for? I'm looking for hashtag Hashtag ask forecast. Oh, yeah. Ask forecast. Ask forecast. Search. My Let's go recent. to latest. Yeah. Uh, just in case. So the last one... Uh, we've answered. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought so. Never mind. Never mind. Fair enough. Yeah. But we're still grateful for everybody who listens, whether or not yes. you hashtag ask us questions or whatever. We're really <laughs> grateful. Uh, and for anyone that we've got a channel on the Devolver Discord, discord.gt slash Devolver Digital. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got, uh, you know, a channel on the Discord. So thanks to everybody who's been chiming in there and chatting with us there. Yep. Um, and, and grateful. Um, perhaps most importantly... If you tune in to the Twitch Gathering uh, live stream at 4.20pm 
Pacific on Friday, the 10th of December, uh, you will see a very special episode of the forecast live. That's right, baby. Yep. That'll be at twitch.tv slash twitchgaming. Again, mm-hmm. like Barbie said, 4.20 p.m. Pacific. We didn't even ask for that time slot. Nope. They just gave it to us. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Super grateful to you, Robbie. Uh, I appreciate uh, the forecast. I appreciate getting to do this show with you. This is a great idea that you had, and thanks for uh, bringing me in on it. Uh, it's meant a lot to me these past couple of years having this show to do every week, and I missed you the last couple of weeks. Oh, man. Well... Back at you, kiddo. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Well, we're not going anywhere. Well, we're going somewhere for a little bit, but then yeah. we'll be back. And when we're yeah. back, we won't be going anywhere. And yeah. uh, we'll be doing lots of amazing shows for you all to listen to in your ear holes. And uh, we'll bring more guests back and have more new guests on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've still got plenty of people from Devolver that we haven't had a chance to get on the show yet. Yep. Um, and we've got plenty of developers uh, that we haven't had a chance to get on the show yet. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've got lots of stuff that we can do. And we've got plenty of nonsense, dumb shit ideas for episodes uh, that we haven't gotten to do yet. So yep. there's there's so much. So plenty much to look forward to. Yeah. Plenty to look forward to. So spread the word. Uh, give everyone you love uh devolver digital forecast subscription for christmas <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> and uh yeah be safe everybody yeah take care out there happy holidays everyone happy holidays bye <laughs> devolver.